0: All right, everybody, it's the 26th of <clears throat> July, 2022. Um, jumping on here real quick. Forgot to jump on, and I had a thought. And um, thought is on faith, verse of the day, that scripture in, uh, in Hebrews 11. And faith is really, really important, and pastor preached about it on Sunday, And so here's my thought. So yesterday, I'm talking to my roommate about the day he had, he started a new job, you know, same job at different locations, kind of talking about this or that. He's like, oh, so what'd you do today? So I showed him, showed him what I've been working on as far as my my advertising campaign strategy and just all the components of it and what I've been working on and everything. And uh, I've been working a long time at you know becoming successful but becoming successful is a very vague idea right it's like what do you mean by that well success is the realization of a worthy ideal progression toward a worthy ideal a realization and progression toward a worthy ideal that success so i guess i'm successful now because i got it clear i got i know exactly where i'm going I'm going, my target at this point is to have a 5X return on my ad spend. Ad spend means the money I spend on advertising, right? Um, But anyway, I was showing him that and he is just in awe, like, wow, man, you got skills. Oh, you're gonna, you know, things are gonna go so good. Look at all that, you know, like just in awe of the work I've done. And I have done a lot. And so I think that there's two sides to this. I think that you can um, get where you want to show people what you've done or talk to people that think you're brilliant and eloquent. So where you get that self-validation from them, their response, because that's like a good feeling. And I don't know if that's necessarily all bad. I typically don't like that. Uh... I, the Bible says there are seven things that the Lord hate. Eight are abomination. The very first thing He said is a proud look. Right, a proud look. And what you'll notice when people like show people or show off, and then people give them the validation they're looking for, the look that comes across their face to me it looks like a proud look, and I think it's gross. So I think you need to be careful about that. Uh, however this guy is, uh, really got a lot of momentum in his life, went from being locked up for over a year, two years, I think, uh, a lot of, you know, just hurt and turmoil in his life, lost both his parents, marriage, kids, drugs, jail, and then, you know, finds God and he's like on this upward trajectory. And, uh, I think that there's a lot of value in linking with people that are on a really steep arc upward because their faith is higher than most others, right? And it really, you know, he keeps saying like, oh, this is going to just take off and blah, blah, blah. And, I'll, and like, well, what are you saying is that you got skills, you got skills, man, you're good at this. And like, I'm like a realistic, like, don't be over optimistic, you know, like for some reason, I feel like there's some kind of universal reward for realism. And I'm like making it clear that no, the, what determines whether or not I'm good at it is the money that's made period. End of story business. That's the, that's the Q E R. right? Quantifiable end result is real easy to quantify money. How much money did you make? That's what determines how good you are. Period. End of story. There's no, uh, you don't just get to be good at something because your mommy said so, right? Like there is a there's a there's a marker for it, you know. In football it's touchdowns In business it's money and I have not made much money. But he's just so certain that you know this um you know that I'm good at it. But then I realized whatever, you know, I'm not going to fight for my limitations. <laughs> Judge. Dave Ramsey says, if you're willing to fight for your limitations, you can keep them. So I just want to believe that I do have skills and it's going to pay off. The thing is, you got to get all the skills aligned properly, simultaneously, for something to work. But I think I got a pretty good handle of what needs to happen and I'm doing it. So it's good to link with that faith. And I also heard something yesterday about optimism and pessimism or realism so pessimists realists are 97 percent more accurate correct in their assumptions than optimists they weigh the few they you know they play it out in the future and then they realize they come come to the conclusion well i'm not going to make it anyway so i'm not even going to try but the optimist is completely delusional and does worse than they think they'll do does worse than the realist but because they believe that they're going to do good and that, you know and they just believe good then they try more and then they go farther in life so wow that's really something to look at you know you know i'm just so dead set, locked in, in love with truth. Because it's just, what do you have without truth? But this whole idea, it kind of shakes me. You know what I mean? You you get so rigid, but that's what faith is, right? Right, You know, it's the evidence. It's hope, evidence of the things hoped for, but not yet seen. You know, being in love with truth the, just the truth, the fact of the matter. God loves that. Maybe, I mean, He does. He loves them that love Thy law, you know. The Bible says, but it also says that it's impossible to please God without faith. Man, you talk about a paradox there. Wow, I gotta look into that. That literally, that this whole this paradox, this dichotomy, just. Just came in to my consciousness, so I'll be thinking about that for a while. Well, so I'm glad I, I came out here on the podcast, but yeah, so that's my—that's uh, kind of what I'm going through here. Uh, kind of felt like I didn't get much done yesterday, as well as much as I wanted to. Of course, that's just the case always. You never can do quite what you, what you anticipate, but uh, but having you know, somebody appreciate what's there and kind of get a little momentum back, man, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I just got to keep going. Just got to keep going. And that optimism, you've got to just believe. You got to believe. You got to act as if, Tony Robbins says, act as if things are just a little bit better than they are. And when you look at things for what they are, don't see them worse than they are. See them what they are and then act as if they're just a little bit better than they are. Man, that is some, that's some fire advice. That's the mood still. All right. I'm going to check off here. Peace out. Good morning, everybody. It's the 27th. I think. Yeah. Um, Ooh, it might be the 28th. Anyway, got this uh my thought today is understanding let my cry come near before thee o lord and give me understanding according to thy word is what the bible says yeah i, I don't know where it's at but anyway that's what it says and i was really frustrated this morning reading in matthew forget the chapter they're all like why y'all don't fast y'all disciples don't fast and everybody else does fasting is when you don't eat food and it you know kind of drains your body depletes your body of the of the carnal things and then you rely more on the spiritual things and you know a lot of breakthroughs and power from god comes through this idea of fasting and uh but anyway the in the bible you know it's been consistent throughout the Bible, uh, fastings a things. So Jesus is there and they're calling out his disciples for not fasting and all the religious types are. And, uh, the answer that Jesus gave was, oh yeah, well, the bridegroom is here now and there'll be plenty of time when the bridegroom is gone. And that makes sense. It's like, you know, based on the occasion of what's going on, like, okay, Whatever you're in battle and you need strength or whatever the case may be, whatever yeah whatever type of bridegroom you wanna place in there, you know what I mean? It could just be the circumstances of the situation, so you're not gonna schedule your fast over a certain period of time because of whatever reason that's kind of what that means to me, but then he said something. That if I was there, I would be very like cynical and have a bad attitude. Because to me, it doesn't make any sense. So that's what I'm praying about, is that I can make sense of this. But he said something to the effect of like, would you sew old cloth into a new garment? Would you put old wine or new wine into old wine bottles? Yeah, so maybe it's something simple and I'm just missing it, but to me that's just like, what? what, What is that? What are you talking about? You know, and I have to I tend to have that attitude toward people making analogies. I guess that's all a parable is, is it's an analogy and but there's bad analogies that are known as like a straw man argument where you just insult somebody, like You make a representation of their position that has a, you know, a thing or two similar. And then you attack the thing that you, that, that you constructed out of what, hopefully that makes sense. (laughs) You know, you make a, so a straw man argument is if somebody makes a case and you don't agree with it typically because it's just inconvenient for you so you find a few details about the case that they made and then you make another case with those similar details but it's completely different and then you attack that other thing as if it's the same thing and that's really frustrating when you do that and that's what people typically do and they don't even realize they're doing it they're just like well i want to be right so that's the highest priority so they just lie and cheat and steal and come up with some story that's not right, but this is what it, that's what it sounds like in this parable, but obviously Jesus isn't doing that, you know, so that's what I'm struggling with today, so if uh, if there happens to be any Bible scholars that have an answer to that and they want to post in the comments, maybe that'll help speed up this process for me, but that's all I got for today. I got to get to work. Okay, bye.